As the incidents of police brutality and incontinence kept repeating themselves, popular frustration increased. Something had to be done. But what? Some African Americans gave up on the idea of civilizing the police and were in favor of abolishing the entire law enforcement system. They were logical enough to criticize not only the police but the legal system that they are supposed to enforce. A less articulate movement came with the idea of defunding the police. Less funds, meant less police. It does not guarantee a more civilized police force. Our problem with the police is only the symptom of a much more formidable cause. The police are just enforcing the law. We cannot civilize the police without civilizing the law in the first place. In our country of laws, the law is considered sacred. By the same token, the brutality of the law is accepted. This is what has to be exposed in the first place. You see, the law has two faces. The bright face is linked to the notion of justice. But, as anything else that is human, the law has a dark face. It is an instrument of power. Those who are in power make the laws that are needed to perpetuate the system and control the undesirable sector among the people. These are the rejects of our society, the misfits, those who have a defect and cannot function on our capitalist system, those who are demonized and marginalized. In this sense, the law plays a role of social cleansing. It seeks to control the undesirables. In a white supremacist society, the most obvious model of the law is the Jim Crow laws. What was said openly then is said covertly today, not only by the police, but also and more importantly by the legal system that the police must enforce. Defunding the police is an immature idea. We should civilize the police and the system. But in order to do so, we must civilize ourselves, on the one hand, and civilize the law, on the other hand. America embodies the new world and its violence against all other worlds. The gun lobby is the epitome of violence. It worships the Second Amendment as pious Muslims worship Allah. Religious worship is okay. Not gun worship. What is happening today is that a handful of gun worshippers take hostage the entire nation. This means that America has become a nation of mentally retarded people who worship the excrements of the Constitution. We must demystify the Constitution and the law. The Second Amendment has become obsolete. It has no place in a civilized world. In our uncivilized world, the police perform a risky job. Therefore they are trained to shoot first and ask questions later. The law, when it is allowed to function freely, that is to say, when it has nothing to do with justice, protects those who serve it. It is naive, on the part of the victims, to cry out for justice. In our country of laws, the law has little to do with justice. It has everything to do with power and control. What the Jim Crow laws did openly, today's law does it covertly. The dark side of the law is still here under the cover of respectability. In our present system the police are asked to wear many different hats. They have to be peacekeepers. They have to be social workers who know how to recognize potential abuse and do something about it. They are court agents, a function that they perform preferably at 2 o'clock in the morning and at gunpoint. They are after wanted criminals. Sometimes they work for the city, giving traffic tickets that enhance revenues. Instead of generalists, we need specialists. Let's replace the police with specialized teams. We still need a police force that can overcome violence with greater violence. But this should be the exception, not the rule. Who is to do the rethinking? In our country of laws the law is out of control. We must find ways of civilizing it. Police brutality is a mere mirroring of the law's brutality, and the law's brutality is a mere mirroring of our society's brutality. 
It is not so easy to deal with our dark side. Salvation begins when we recognize our dark side and decide to do something about it. As can be expected, the system won't let us do that. It requires that all our elected officials take an oath to protect the laws of the United States and of our respective states. This means that all our elected officials in our cities and towns have their mind castrated so that they will be impotent to expose the system and take any step to reform it. This is how the system protects itself. This is how our dark side prevails over our bright side. Ninth and Tenth Amendments Fortunately we have in the Ninth and Tenth Amendments a solution to this problem. Those amendments restrict the powers of the federal government to what pertains to the federal government. In other words, state governments enjoy a great deal of autonomy from federal law and city governments enjoy a great deal of autonomy from federal and state law. In the name of that autonomy, our mayors and all other locally elected officials don't have to take the oath of respecting federal and state laws. They were elected by the local people. They owe their allegiance to those who elected them, not to any federal or state law. Thanks to that heretical interpretation of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments, we free our mayors from any subordination to state and federal authorities. All we need to do is look for candidates who agree with this interpretation of the Ninth and Tenth Amendments. Perhaps we should introduce a proposition that will do away with the traditional ritual. Let's replace it with a commitment similar to the following one. I promise to serve those who voted for me and those who did not. Please feel free to comment on this post. Thank you.